The following is a special report of Over a Barrel conducted live on X. Good evening. I'm Matt McLean, a co-host of Over a Barrel, which is a service of Gas Buddy, alongside the other co-host, Patrick Tahan. Patrick, uh, a lot going on across the West Coast right now. What is it that we do need to know? What is going on right now? Well, first and foremost, good to be with you, Matt. Uh, in these after hours, uh, we wanted to make sure everyone is up to pace with what's happening. I've been talking tonight about the potential for a pretty big uh, jumping gas prices across the West Coast. Uh, also, uh, for those uh, of you that have any questions, feel free to throw your hand up, request the uh, speaker. We'd ha- be happy to take a couple of questions here. But Matt, the gist of this is something we've been talking about here for the last couple of weeks that seems to just be persistent, and that's refinery issues along the West Coast. Really, the epicenter of the outages had been Southern California Uh, where refineries were still on the summer blend of gasoline and still are. Some of those refineries have had issues for three to four weeks or so. That really traces back to the tropical system that moved into Southern California and the earthquake that also hit and caused some outages, power losses. And refineries do not just get back online at a moment's notice. And so this was having a particular um, problem to some of the refineries in Southern California And now which prompted our warning is that the problem appears to be getting worse and that um, these refineries in some instances are still down. And it's uh, the high prices in Southern California are actually attracting gasoline now from Northern California and the Pacific Northwest, really Washington State. Um, And that is going to drag Washington State and Oregon into this situation as well. So. Uh, you don't see this too often. I feel like this has, um, you know, been going on for several weeks now. Uh, but if you are anywhere in, you know, California, Oregon, Washington, most of Nevada, uh, specifically Western Nevada, Reno, Las Vegas, Western Arizona, uh, areas like Phoenix, especially areas that require clean burning gasoline or what we call CBG could be impacted the eastern half of Arizona probably won't be as impacted because now the eastern half of Arizona has been impacted because of Texas refineries, but eastern Arizona gets resupplied from uh, Texas refineries by and large. So I uh, just wanted to make sure folks are aware of what is about to happen. Again, LA is already facing prices that have just jumped through the roof in the last week. The LA average now 6.10 a gallon we're only 36 cents away from a record uh, record price in LA. So um, unfortunately, prices are going to keep marching higher across these areas. Yeah, that is one thing that I was going to ask you. We had just been on our weekly podcast uh, just a few days ago mentioning that Los Angeles had already topped $6 a gallon. I think the next question is, uh, how much higher do you believe it's going to go over the next week or two? Well, keeping in mind that the situation, you know, we thought a couple of weeks ago, I even mentioned that relief was on the cusp and then things suddenly reverse. It's the world we live in that things can change very quickly. Based on what we know here, uh, what is it, Tuesday night, uh, 730 Central, 830 Eastern roughly, 
Um, I would expect that average prices could jump another 15 to 45 cents a gallon. A lot of that is going to be in Southern California, um, Northern California, Oregon and Washington probably are going to see a little bit less than that, somewhere in the ballpark of maybe uh, 15 to 25, maybe 30 cents a gallon. So again, most of the pain in terms of the biggest jumps are still going to be confined to Southern California, but the dynamic is shifting because refineries in other areas that can supply Southern California are now being incentivized to send that gasoline further down into the state. And so that induces issues in Northern California and Oregon and Washington as well. So that's why there's kind of this ripple effect. Now, much of this, Matt, is is relegated to the Western half, well, really the Western quadrant of the country because of geography, with the exception of the pipeline that I mentioned that feeds Arizona from Texas, there's really not a whole lot of infrastructure that connects the two sides of the country. And that's why these problems generally stay confined to the West Coast. Yeah, the next question that I've got for you, you mentioned 610 a gallon as an average in Los Angeles. And now you're thinking really over the next couple of weeks, in a best case scenario, an additional 10 to 15 cents a gallon. Um, you know, are authorities really keeping a watchful eye on this? Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, generally speaking, uh, you'll have some very high-level entities uh, watching the situation. Um, Department of Energy may be aware of this. California authorities may be aware of what's happening. I will say politicians are always busy looking at something, and it's, um, you know, gas prices don't always draw their immediate attention. But I think to this point, um, gasoline prices are going to jump enough where you're going to start noticing various entities maybe looking at this especially uh, government bodies, the Department of Energy and EPA may be watching this because there may be waivers that um, that may be involved here, especially in Arizona. There had been a previous EPA waiver issued that allowed for a modification of the requirement of clean burning gasoline, but that uh, waiver only was extended two days, which um, is a problem because Arizona's CBG program continues. And so there was a, a gap uh, the RVP, and I don't want to get too into the weeds here, RVP is read vapor pressure. The biggest difference between winter and summer gasoline is RVP. The RVP of winter gasoline tends to be higher. And so in Arizona, the RVP requirement from the 24th through the 30th was still rather uh, stringent. So the question is, will the EPA, will Arizona ask the EPA for a waiver I mean, we're already two days into that at the 26th. The problem hadn't been so acute, but now it looks like it's really going to hit Arizona. So will we see EPA um, waivers for the next five days until the RVP requirements change? And that's where, Matt, we get into a lot of the complexity here with these different regional blends. Keep in mind that California is not a state that's regulated by the EPA. In California, uh, regulations are mandated by the California Air Resources Board, or what we call CARB. And so California is really the only area that has not made the transition back to cheaper winter gasoline. Now, in the days ahead, if Governor, Newsom, uh, Governor Newsom's office becomes aware of this, if they're watching this, they'd be well advised to issue waivers to offer gas price relief. Obviously, Californians have been very hard hit. And with our product case and that prices are going to go up, 
Uh, I'd be hopeful that that would induce some waivers of the stringent requirements in Southern California, but that remains to be seen. You know, there's obviously quite a pinch at the pump when it comes to the prices. Let's talk about refinery capacity that really kind of helps out uh, the majority of California in different uh, geographical locations. Have we seen an increase or a decrease in refinery capacity across the West Coast of of the nation? Well, Matt, that's a great question. I just covered this. I think it was last night. California has actually seen a 9% drop in refining capacity just since 2019. A lot of that has come in the form of changeovers to producing renewable supply. Uh, A lot of that, some of these refineries have, have shifted. They've converted from producing traditional diesel in some cases to producing more biodiesel and renewable products. And unfortunately, with those conversions, they usually hit the amount of capacity that a refinery has. And so some of that 9% loss in capacity since 2019 is due to the fact that both California and the federal government has incentivized refineries to make these conversions. So that's part of the problem is there's less capacity to produce or refine that crude oil into gasoline. And keep in mind, this is not oil related. This is not a conversation about the Saudis and oil prices being at $90 a barrel. Now, that is a feeder into this. But the acute problem here with why California and why the West Coast is going up when the rest of the country is going down has to do with refining capacity. In fact, California has seen a 25% drop in refining capacity over the last 40 years. Uh, and that's something that you generally don't hear. A lot of the media outlets may be covering the price of oil. You know, They may be political in that they cover certain issues, but I'm here to say that refining capacity is the primary cause. And now California has been a little bit more anti-refinery in years past. There have been California politicians that don't like new refineries, that don't want to allow them to expand. Um, and that's part of the problem here, Matt. Again, uh, this is not a oil price problem. Oil prices do affect the situation, but the primary reason for these outages um, at refineries, or I should say the, the pricing impacts, is simply due to a lack of breathing room. And this is not just a California or West Coast problem. I feel like a broken record. We've talked on on our Over a Barrel podcast about refinery issues here and there. In fact, it just we just literally talked about this three days ago about refinery outages here and there being problematic. And this just extends that conversation that refineries are are hugely critical to delivering the supplies that we need, whether it's gasoline, diesel, or jet fuel. Let's uh, talk for just a moment about uh, potentially any geopolitics or even politics at this particular point, almost one and the same for the most part. But um, are you noticing, you know, any kind of a political pushback uh, on either party at this point with regard to prices, which are really no matter which part of the country you live in, you know, uh, more than six dollars a gallon is 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 almost shocking to see at the pump whenever you're driving by uh, the, the price point there on the sign. Well, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the only spot we've ever seen $6 prices is the California market because there's layer upon layer of stringent requirements that in and of themselves, one layer map may not be the whole key to why prices are high in a given market. 
But with California, when you add those all up, whether it be the CARB mandates, a cap and trade program, high taxes, the fact that CARB mandates summer gasoline in use longer than the rest of the country, if you add it all up, that's the problem here is that, you know, in and of itself, one layer, like Chicago requires, a, the EPA requires Chicago, that is, use a special blend of gasoline for the summer. In and of itself, that's a, a complicating factor. But California has many complicating factors. When things go right, it's not typically problematic. But when things go wrong, it can cause the skyrocket in gas prices that we've been seeing. And that's acutely the issue here is that there's layers and layers of different rules that have isolated the California market. They've made it more difficult to produce gasoline for the California market um, that have basically made the situation what it is. I know one of the things you and I discussed almost in depth uh, a few days ago on our podcast was more of a universal standard for gasoline uh, at this particular point. If a state decides they want to require a specific type of formulated gasoline, then that burden is then uh, placed upon uh, the, the refineries in the region that supply that state with fuel. Uh, understandably, if there were more of a national version of a standardized uh, formulated fuel, uh, one that was kind of a win-win situation, would we still be seeing something like this in portions of the country where prices are now way above $6 a gallon? Probably not to the degree that we're seeing it today. And I've been behind that simplicity. Now, it would take a lot of factors. It would take CARB talking to EPA and a lot of government regulations that would maybe have to change to make that happen. But this is why, you know, the fragmentation is what contributes to these price spikes. And inevitably, you know, um, it, it, it's a complicating factor. And, and, you know, to cut through the red tape would require, I mean, California and Arizona both have different requirements for dates, different blends, different air emissions requirements. Getting everyone to the same table isn't going to be easy and it won't be quick when a standard is developed. But, you know, the part and parcel behind why gas prices go up every spring everywhere, and this is much larger than just the West Coast, prices fall in the fall, right? The reason we cite is lower demand and the changeover back to winter gasoline, which is easier uh, easier to produce. There's not many as many uh, boutique blends. In the summer, it's quite the opposite. There's a lot of here and there different blends, logistical nightmares galore. And, um, you know, if we want to change the system, it would really start with the with the gasoline that's required in these certain areas, maybe go with the more stringent blend. Again, we talked about this on our last over a barrel podcast, um, just simplifying the standards across the board. Sure, we're all going to pay a couple cents more a gallon, but there won't be a spring surge. That would also mean there probably wouldn't be a plunge in the fall either, but it would be a much more conducive system to having a reliable supply of gasoline. Is there anything else out there um, that has your attention that could cause a fluctuation in gas prices, really not just on the West Coast of the country, but really anywhere in the country at this point, both in a, in a good direction, which would be a cheaper price, or in a not-so-good direction, which obviously would send prices uh, even higher? Well, at least for now, really much of the rest of the country, Matt, 45 out of the nation's 50 states have seen gas prices declining in the last week. That's the good news is that this has limited the West Coast. The bad news 
is the pain is going to worsen, not get better. And so while the much of the rest of the country is not experiencing these issues, again, because refineries and other areas have redundancy, there's pipelines, there's critical infrastructure in much of the rest of the country that prevents prices from skyrocketing like they do in California. That's imperative here. I don't want to lose that. But because of that backstop, when a refinery problem in Chicago happens, there are pipelines that can deliver products from the Gulf Coast. So this is a West Coast isolated problem. Much of the rest of the country is seeing prices decline. That's a trend that should continue. But again, for the West Coast, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And and keep in mind, before this space here, before tonight, much of these issues, uh, much of these uh, problems were relegated to Southern California. But because of the scale of the issues now, they're likely uh, the borders are going to move. This is going to start affecting Northern California, which is going to bleed into um, Oregon and Washington. I did have a question on social. Is this going to start to bleed into the Rockies? It probably won't as much, again, because of a lack of infrastructure. Uh, the Rockies are kind of cordoned off as well, um, highlighted by the Suncor refinery in Commerce City, Colorado, that la last Christmas had an issue. It was it was basically uh, limited to Colorado. So much of the rest of the country, when you get east of the Rockies, when you know Mother Nature is not throwing mountains and hills in your way, um, there's a lot of infrastructure that connects things. We did just have one person uh, that had requested to speak. It looks like uh, they may maybe you answered their question. But uh, for those of you just joining us over the last few minutes, you are more than welcome to ask your questions of Patrick as well. Just essentially do that digital raising of your hand, and we will of course uh, get you here onto uh, this uh, where he can he can answer those questions for you as well. Um, Patrick, you know, it's kind of a recap at this particular point because we've had quite a few folks joining us. Um, since the outset of, of, of this particular um, episode, if you will, it, talk to us very quickly about what it is that's sort of taking place um, and, and what folks on the West Coast of the United States can expect with regard to prices. Well, again, a uh, bit of a choppy time here, Matt. Um, you know, prices are about to go up significantly in the West Coast because of refinery issues. Again, these are problems are isolated, but um, looking at the wholesale price of gasoline in LA again today, it was up significantly by over 30 cents a gallon. Even Northern California, the wholesale price of gasoline is up 31 cents a gallon. The Pacific Northwest is up almost 25 cents. And, uh, you know, to give some context here, why we can make these predictions and why we can see this happen before it actually takes place at your retailer is because of the way that the, the complex system of futures versus spot prices versus rack prices versus retail prices. There's a lot of different ways to look at this situation. For anyone that looks at the price of oil, you probably look at futures. That is, you are looking at the price of oil delivered into the future, but those are heavily influenced by spot prices as well. The spot price of gasoline, depending on what is happening at refineries, the spot price of gasoline is really kind of the influence for futures prices. Futures prices, you know, OPEC policy, things like that can affect the futures price. But there's a lot of different ways to look at this. And the way that I look at this, um, the way that we know that prices are about to go up is the spot price of gasoline, which influences the wholesale price of gasoline. That's the price that stations pay um, is about to go up. And the way the market works is every day the market opens during the course of the day. 
Uh, it closes down at 2.30 is when the settlement occurs. And whatever happens or whatever the price is when the settlement closes or when the settlement occurs and when the market closes, that's passed along to the local racks where stations are actually sending their tanker trucks several hours later at about six o'clock. And so what happens on the market during the hours today is what stations will be paying later tonight. The stations that buy gasoline, people are right. Not every station buys every day. And that's why there is a delay. That's how we can look at the spot price. And we know that's the first stations that need gas are going to pay that higher price tonight. And we know that after watching these events, that usually in about 24 to 48 hours, stations, more stations are buying that more expensive gasoline. And that's when they're going to start sending those higher prices along. So that that's what gives us confidence to know that prices are about to jump in the West Coast. Very much this is like how I tweeted, Matt, earlier tonight, that prices in the Great Lakes are going down because the spot price of gasoline plummeted in the Great Lakes today to its lowest level since July. So there's a lot of different price movements happening in areas of the country. And again, right now, for example, by the way, I just mentioned Chicago, and we've been talking about Southern California. To give people some idea, the spot price of gasoline in Southern California right now is over $2 a gallon higher than it is um, in in uh, Chicago. So, you know, if, if, if a refinery in Chicago, Matt, could pipeline gasoline all the way to California, they would absolutely be doing so. Um, but again, that's geography plays a role here in California, somewhat isolated. I will say, though, that there are several tankers um, that are headed for California from as far away as Asia that are bringing in gasoline. And that's that usually, I mean, it takes a couple of weeks to happen, but that's really the only and first relief that can arrive. So eventually these prices will go down. Uh, that's the good news is, is that, you know, as I mentioned, the LA price now 610 a gallon. Whenever these refinery issues improve, um, by the way, some of this maintenance is scheduled to go into late October. I would think that we'd see relief before then. Um, but there will be plenty of relief. And, and highlighting what happened last year, Matt, by the way, gas prices in L.A. jumped um, from about uh, – well, let me zoom out here a little more. Gas prices jumped from about five twenty-five a gallon back in late uh, August of last year. They jumped from 525 all the way to 646 by, um, it looks like mid-October. From 646 a gallon in mid-October, prices plummeted to 434 a gallon by Christmas. So I am expecting a lot of relief. The question is when these refinery issues will be addressed and when maintenance season is done, because that's something that is happening in the fall months as well. Yeah, and I think for those uh, in West Coast uh, on the West Coast of this country, that that relief certainly cannot come quickly enough. I think that's probably a fair statement to say. Um, you have mentioned in other parts of the country as well. Obviously, not seeing um, such a jolt in prices. I know just the other day at the pump here in the Midwest, I, I paid three twenty eight a gallon. I recognize in the West Coast that may be putting salt into a wound. My apologies on that, but it's just kind of a disparity that we're. 
uh, highlighting between the different areas of the country uh, depends upon greatly uh, that that cost uh, of gasoline and, and the difference in price. Um, you know, we've got a podcast, obviously, coming up later this week, and, and I know that we'll have the very latest on that as well, uh, on everything that's going on. Is there anything else out there that's really on your radar uh, for the West Coast and really any other place across the country as well that we need to be watching? Well, not a whole lot, Matt. If there's any questions, throw your hand up. We'll, we'll get those answered. Um, it's always interesting. Folks have some really great questions that, you know, I may have overlooked here. Um, but if anyone has a question, raise your hand. Be happy to get to you. But I think this is really, Matt, the only other hurdle that we face from seeing some sizable relief in California. And again, this is a function of just unique circumstances. A lack of refining capacity has brought this on. And Again, you know, I don't like to, uh, to to delve too much into politics simply because a lot of the time politics is vastly overstated in its effect. But you can't help ignore but the fact that CARB mandates and all of these specific requirements that California faces that are now acutely causing this have been in the works for many years. This is not something that just happened overnight. And so, you know, oftentimes I've talked to folks about how it takes years to have an impact. And this is one of those things that doesn't always arise that, you know, station or I should say refineries go down. But this is layers of bureaucracy that have contributed to potential um, surge in prices. And again, when refineries get back online, um, you know, all of these layers of, of of requirements will generally disappear from being an active conversation. But a lot of this is simply brought on by a, a lot of, of policies uh, written by politicians that are not analysts. And so, you know, again, politicians like to say things that, that people like to hear, but they often don't know the intricacies of how markets work. So I'll leave it at that if anyone has a question. But other than that, again, the bottom line here is that um, it's uh, gas prices. Uh, this is, by the way, regulated to gasoline more so than diesel, Matt, because gasoline is really the, the most produced product at refineries. Um, gasoline is the predominant product in this country. We consume about eight and a half million barrels of gasoline every day. Diesel is about four million barrels. So that's why gasoline is getting all of the limelight here is because this hits gasoline supply the quickest. Uh, the price of diesel which in other areas of the country, the price of diesel is far above that of gasoline. But in Southern California and the West Coast, interestingly, the price of gasoline is well above the price of diesel. And by the way, um, just to give you some idea, I'm going to quickly do the uh, math on this. Uh, the price of a barrel of crude oil for these refineries in, in the West Coast might be you know, $95 a barrel or so, especially since California imports a lot. The price that refineries that are online, not down for maintenance, the price that they're able to sell that finished barrel of gasoline for um, is about double. $184 is what a barrel of gasoline is going to fetch you in the Southern California market. And my point with saying that is that that high price is incentivizing every single refinery in the country that can send gasoline to California. They would absolutely be doing so because... If I can get you know a million dollars for my house, I'd love to be able to put my house on stilts and move it out to the West Coast. It's not as easy, but that's the incentive that refineries have. They have a lot of incentive, Matt, to get their facilities back online to produce gasoline as quickly as possible. 
Apple doesn't make a ton of money by not producing iPhones. The same holds true for oil companies. They don't make money when they're not producing product. And so refineries have a heavy dose of incentive to produce product. But unfortunately, there are outages and things do arise. So I'll leave it there. Um, there are some roles. I hopefully will see some waivers being issued. Um, I'm in the interest that you know keeping prices lower than these abnormal highs is good. I'm really hopeful that we'll see some various levels of politicians uh, getting some waivers going so that Californians feel some relief at the pump. And if and when that happens, I'll be the first to share that information on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, the platform that we're talking to on now. Absolutely. Well, Patrick, thanks so much for your uh, wisdom and advice as always. And we thank all of you for joining us. And of course, you can get our podcast, which is at least weekly and sometimes more often at Over a Barrel. You can, of course, go to gasbuddy.com and get more on that. You can listen to the podcast pretty much anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts at. Uh, you can also find us on X at Over a Barrel Show. You can also find uh, my own account at Over a Barrel Matt. And that is pretty much going to wrap things up here for this special report from Over a Barrel and Patrick Tahan and all of us. Thanks so much. You have a great evening. 